What's up, y'all? This is, uh, I guess we can call it episode two. First one was kind of our quasi episode one. Right. Yeah, so we're going to reiterate a few things, tell y'all about ourselves, and then get into some nitty gritty, a little uh, preseason scouting. And uh, the comrade over here has got some uh, some clip notes we can go off, keep us on uh, schedule this time. <laughs> so, just a little bit about us. My name's Jesse. My name's Justin. We're going to be the host here for, for your lovely podcast, which you're going to keep listening to, right? Right. right. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. So we're both woodsmen, um, hunt, fish, uh, forage, um, trying to get in a little bit of trapping. I had a mentor I used to work with. Um, we'll just call him Kitty. Uh, oh, yeah, he's, Kitty. He's, he started me down that road. We're going to try to get um, him on one of these podcasts, we should. I think. We that should. Be his knowledge you can bring. All that stuff you can share because that's pretty, pretty special stuff there. Well, my, I, think, I think out of the foraging and the trapping, you got that on me. The, uh, the trapping came out of necessity because I had raccoons going in my garbage, so he got me out of some coon cuffs. I've been pretty successful with raccoons. Was that in Garden City? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, in the township. Okay. Um, but I, I haven't really gone down the road of you know predator trapping, beaver trapping, anything like that. That's something I'd like to explore, and if that's something you guys like to hear about. Maybe talk about some of my adventures here come after hunting season early next year. So this is, uh, you know, this originally started. We just wanted to be two normal guys talking to people that are interested in the same stuff we're interested in, and it's gonna be a learning experience for us. And uh, you know, this second episode, we're actually we we came up with an Instagram. So. We, figure out how to share this stuff with y'all and we're going to post a link on our instagram so some of the stuff we're talking about and if you guys have comments questions and things we can do better um, on all these topics and maybe help us out and help other listeners out on the way just comment on the instagram under that post and take us to different topics and you know help educate all of us so we're just going to dive into kind of you know what drives us drives us in the outdoors how we got started how long we've been doing it um me I've, I've been hunting since i was a little kid you know grew up in michigan i was your typical michigan deer hunter you know hunting gun season went up to deer camp and that was it that was the extent of it um i was in the service got out of the service um one thing i really missed while i was in there was, was spending time in the outdoors primarily hunting um so when i got out is when i got into archery hunting and just kind of grew from there um so over the last decade i got really diving in deep into hunting all kinds of hunting and uh well still i still gun hunt but you know broadening everything with you know black powder and and archery hunting and other species too i didn't do a whole lot of small game hunting prior to then and and i do all kinds of hunting now yeah justin over here i shoot i don't know where i got the hunting bug to be honest with you uh it was my great-grandfather when i was a kid i remember going over there and he was kind of like a he was he was a big hunter fisher and you know i can't it's, it's even hard i was so young to remember those days but he passed away and it kind of i had no one else in the family to teach me to hunt or fish and it kind of just fizzled away from there i think for me we moved from you know the suburbs down in ipsy out to a little town called clinton down in irish hills area and some buddies god i think it was middle school it all started for me just buddies taking me out with them and their their dad and from there the bug hit big and i was going door to door 
farmers farmers houses and these these little old ladies they're like yeah you can hunt here and you know it was it yeah, seemed like snapper seemed like i was just trying to work through it day by day figure out how to do it on my own because back then we didn't have you know all social media and the internet capabilities we do now but it seemed like every year it was unstable where i had a place to hunt so it was it was a new experience every year just trying to find a place to hunt and looking back on those places they weren't all that good but it was still fun you know i think the first buck was a little button buck my first was spiker it was a brown it was down 13 13 14 years old up by alpena michigan yep so it went from there to just uh growing each year and just evolving from there to be honest with you that's kind of where it started i'm by no means a trophy hunter i still want to have fun and try not to put that that big buck label and stuff but there's always that one buck catches your eye but in general you know it's that first of october it gets me going and first week of deer camp we just bought some property up in prescott you know 40 acres up there my wife and i bought and just trying to figure out that piece of property and i mean i just uh fell upon this great opportunity hunting a thousand acres not too far from here and we'll get into an episode about that it's a special piece of property um it's a lot of peace it's obviously a lot of acres but it's hard to hunt it's gonna be hard but that's me in a nutshell i not just hunting i guess it's fishing fishing's big for me you just go down them all yeah well, well we got started hunting's obviously the big thing it's the first thing i bought up that's my passion you know i i did, i'm not a silver spoon guy so not? i no i pretty much sure? i'm i'm pretty much your your right. your uh your, your public you your public land hunter i spend a lot of time on public land i understand you know the hustle of doing that it ain't easy but it can pay off and we'll dive into some of that stuff later in the season yeah all right well let's get into it so um just a little bit more about us so by all means we're no expert in anything we're just a couple regular guys who enjoy the outdoors just trying to talk stuff out so we'll explain here at the end of the episode you know best ways to get a hold of us if we we said something that's contradictory to to what's going on or you have better advice please please shoot us a shoot us. us a message and and if you're a master of your craft we'd love to have you on and talk it over with you What's the um, saying? Jack of all trades, master of none. Beautiful. I, that's kind of <laughs> me. That's, that's definitely me. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we enjoy doing all this stuff, trying to dive into new hunting um, while we're still on the topic of hunting. Uh, it's crow season. <laughs> you blew my mind when you told me that today. That, that really slipped under the radar for me. I want to try some crow. So, Jesse... You know, half the time, probably actually 90% of the time, I don't know if you're messing around with me or trying to throw one over. Oh, I'm serious. No, no. 90% of the time, you're not serious. You're trying to pull a joke on me. No, this is serious. Apparently, Jesse thinks crow tastes good because our boy, Steven Ronella, meat eater, or something on there. Can you explain that a little bit? Spencer Newharth. Okay. He's got the cooking show there. Yeah. He he published an article back in 2019, said crow is good. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a big, you know you know waste of meat type guy if i'm going to kill it i want to eat it yeah amen so one one another passion of mine is cooking game food i like i enjoy cooking it's not what i do by profession by any means but i enjoy cooking different game foods and i'm very adventurous eater i I feel like there's a spark there that i've noticed lately with you and food i enjoy cooking because i've noticed you've kind of keyed it keyed in on certain wild game recipes and you're kind of going with that you know most of us being woodsmen we're conservationists 
But to kill and waste, it's not worth. I understand coyotes stuff like. Well, I'm not opposed to trying a coyote, but stuff that isn't endangered livestock and other things kind of ruins. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, we've been hunting a while, killed a fair amount of deer in our lives. And it's not that it gets old, but you want different ways, right? Sure. Different tastes. Sure. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I got a freezer full you of ground venison. You can cook for me any day. I have. I will. <laughs> um, so that's another thing. If if you guys have some great recipes or some odd game, or some um, of those family recipes that no one knows about, yeah, we you don't got to throw we, up the whole recipe. We won't make them public. Yeah, yeah. or but, just you know, give us some, just give us a little hint. So shoot us a message. Um, I'll relay it at the end, but it's it's our Instagram handle is J Two Rural Pursuit. Um. So yeah, cooking is a big passion of mine. Instagram, and tri- that's our Instagram, right? Instagram so. handle, yeah. Um, so cooking is a big passion of mine. So I'd like to try crow. I, I'm I'm game to try everything twice. Um, if if I don't like it, I'm not gonna try it more than twice. I think what we'd like to do is you know keep like crow right now is obviously in season. So as these hunting seasons come up, maybe we'll try to do something like you know you're talking about crow, and then you know some obscure meat that no one really thinks tastes good. Or you don't usually eat. Let's, you know, we'll try to do something like that. Another thing, I'd, another thing I'd be interested in is somebody that avidly crow hunts, or or some of these, you know, game species that they have seasons for, or even you know nuisance species like a groundhog. I know. Don't look at me that way. Um, <laughs> a groundhog or something I like that. But but, bro. you know, I'd love to talk to you guys if if, if you're into that kind of stuff and and you've grown up hunting, trapping it, cooking it, fishing for it, cooking it. Um, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to go on it with you, see how you guys do everything and eat it with you. Um, that'd be a great time. Um, one thing we really haven't hit on is fishing. Um, we do a lot of fishing, pretty avid fishermen, um, all seasons, um, and hard surface. We'll do it all. Oh, I can't wait for some ice fishing. I've been, uh, I've been Not fishing. that I want hunting season to go by any quicker, but. I've been fishing that. since I was in diapers, um. Grew up fishing primarily with my dad. We'd do some river fishing, some steelhead uh, salmon fishing um, in the rivers. And then I did a lot of fishing with my my late grandfather, um, everything. Uh, mostly trolling. <laughs> he did a lot of trolling, pike and walleye. Yeah. Um, did a lot of ice fishing. So I've been, I've been fishing for a long time. Uh, used to do a lot of bass fishing. Had a bass boat, a nitro, got rid of it. Um, you know, life just gets in the way. You wish you can do a lot more than, than you want to do half the time. Um, but priorities get in the way. Uh, but I, I truly enjoy fishing. Um, Justin's, Justin recently got into being a big carp fisherman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, that, that could fill up a whole episode, to be honest with you. I honestly didn't know what I was getting myself into with that. You know, <laughs> you know, but do you back eat when, it? you know, back when I was a kid, Nipsey. But do you? Just, you but do you eat it? Listen, we'll we'll get into that. Okay, we'll eat it. We'll get into that. I sent you that article. Yeah, I know. So yeah, when I was a kid in Nipsey, you got Ford Lake over there, it's just full chalk, full of carp, and you just get some corn. And I remember that it was a lot of fun. Well, now that I'm older, I'm just looking for things to do in the summer. And so my buddy, he is quite the carp fisherman, and I did not realize this European cult carp culture has carried over here now well, and it's starting to get bigger it's it's kind of taboo to eat carp in america right well it didn't but, used to be like that but most places back in the day it was a delicacy most exactly they brought it over here from europe because there was no carp here when the settlers yeah, got here that's how they got here that's and true. it's huge in asian culture um still big in europe and 
in America turn into trash fish. Well, where's the disconnect? Well, they're not. I gotta be honest with you. So these carp fishermen, like my buddy, he's not to that extreme size, but they're they're treating them like they're gold. So, you know, they're doing the fish justice. That's their fish, right? So. They're not even, you know, they're putting it on a mat. They're taking care of this fish like it's, you know, a 40-pound salmon, and, you know, it's going to get released. So they, there's no eating them. There's no, they, they hate the bow fish inside of it. It's it's really serious. Like, you know, the pitchers have to be, you know, no blood on it, you know, really paying homage to that fish. Um, and then you get into the tackle side of it, and it kind of blew my mind. I'm over there with just your your normal, you know. They use, like, catfish rods? Yeah, so it's it's pretty heavy duty stuff, and I was just using you know my normal bait caster with a eagle claw hook, <laughs> and boy did he learn me. Mustad, you gotta say it's mustad because if no, you get the world records, no. I'll give you money. If that's well, true, eagle claw did be fine. I was catching him. <laughs> that's the old. But he comes tale. over. He starts. You know, he got these things called hair rigs, and it's just it it really. We'll, we'll do. We're gonna have to do an episode on it, and we'll have him over here because his knowledge will blow your mind. But it's a lot of fun. I just do it really for the fight. You know, the lake I live on has got some carp in it. And we'll sit there, have some beers, and sit on the shore. Just have the, just something to wet the lines and have a good fight. It's fun. And, and, that's, and I'm not killing there's them. There's that bow fishing aspect to it. Them. What? That bow fishing aspect. Yeah, we got, well, I got a Well, I got that bow, that, that brand new bow news. fishing bow. You have any news? I, I just got, my uh, my second born was just uh, born here six weeks ago. So that thing's just been clucked in dust. It was on the back order for a while. I got it about a week before she was born, and... Just haven't used it. Yeah, I'll get into, you know, as I think we're trying to figure out what episodes to drop, what to talk about. And I don't know if the logical way to do this is just as things come and go, just keep talking about what's relevant. Yeah, like it, right before the season, season comes up. Right. Yeah, so I think this, this episode is going to be based off of what the mistakes we made and what we've learned on preseason scouting. You know what I mean? You know, some of that has passed us because... You know, July, August, and, you know, September, I don't like to do a whole lot. I like to stay out of the woods for that, but we'll get into that. Um, so foraging, to uh, one thing I've, I've in the recent years, I've kind of really dived into, dove into? Dove into. Either way, it's <laughs> It's foraging. Um, there's plenty of stuff out in these woods and all over the country that you can eat um, from a sustenance standpoint. You know, what if you know the world went to shit and we yeah. need to eat? But it's also it's a good off season activity. But it gets you in the woods, yeah, it gets and, you in the woods. and it exactly. plays into for you know w- without going too deep into what we're going to talk about later. Walking in the woods is a great time to scout. Yeah, great time to check new areas for all species. Sure is. Um, and, and foraging is one of those one of those routes. Um, Stumble upon areas you didn't even think yeah. were there that look real good for hunting. But but something that's really um, drawn my eye lately is is reading about the different types of mushrooms and fungi and native plants that you can eat. So, you know, I grew up morel hunting. You know, I'm a Michigan oh, boy, yeah. um, and think just about everybody has. Um, I'm by no means an expert, like I said, and I'll say say it time time again. Um, but it's something I'm I'm cutting my teeth at. And I'm really enjoying going out there and at least being able to identify stuff. I don't like to pick it if I'm not going to eat it. But like I said, I'll always try something twice. Um, tried Pheasantbecks for the first time this year. Those are pretty delicious. Um, I'd eat them again. Um, and then I got to know more, more and more about them. And I know when's the right time to pick them, when's the right time to eat them. 
so that's something I'd like to uh, kind of go on and in, in uh, Justin feels the same way. So uh, if you guys got advice, let us know. Um, just a, another thing that he and I have both done in the past is uh, we used to run some deer tracking dogs. So if you guys have any questions about that or, or misinformation or anything like that, feel free to get a hold of us for yeah, that. That, that. That is another episode in itself altogether, too. Yeah. I mean, I we still, can bring some of the trackers on. Yeah, yeah, we can get Rob Miller. He's a good dude to go to. Um, Kenneth Jordan. I mean, there's some good stuff. There's um, there's a lot of time involved. I think we're gonna do an episode on that before, right before bow season starts. Be you know, the main yeah. season, just to get you guys connected to the right resources and kind of tell you a little bit about it. Some of the behind the scenes stuff. There's a lot of time involved to that. Um, one reason why I don't do it a whole lot anymore. My family grew. Um, I I have a different dog that I, I work in different other aspects that takes a lot of time. Um, it's there's a lot of time and effort involved into well, it. For me, I've still got both dogs and they're great trackers, but it got to the point where I was doing nothing but tracking. Especially rut, you're getting oh, call busy. after call, it gets crazy busy. I want to be in the woods. Right, and I think that's another thing that hunters also need to realize yeah. that you know these guys got lives. They. They enjoy hunting because that's probably the reason they got into it. Some it's not about the money; it's recovering the game, and they get frustrated with you. I in the rut, I would field, even my last couple of years where I wasn't really tracking a whole lot. Yeah. I would get in the rut ten, fifteen calls, voicemails a day, and I'll respond back to them. I'll give them the advice, and I'll still do that if you guys get a hold of me. You get on blood trail, you're not sure the blood, you know what it looks like on the arrow. I'll give you all the advice yeah, I we'll got. Give you the, uh, there's a uh, a network on Facebook with all the trackers listed, and you can, you know, hunters can interact with the trackers and post pictures of, you know, the blood and the arrow and get some advice on, you know, when to start tracking, how long you should wait. And there's, there's a, you know, I mean, we can go on and on about the science behind that, but uh, that'll be a, something we'll get into here before hunting season. Breeds uh-huh. of dogs, and if you guys want to start your own and how to start them, a good reference book to go by. And I mean, that's. That could be probably 45 minutes an hour just talking about that. So we've kind of talked about, you know, things we enjoy doing, things we we do when we got into it. We're, we're hunters. We're fishermen. You know, I like to cook a lot of the game food and fish. Um, trying my hand at trapping. Like I said, if you guys want to hear more of it in, in my journey, um, put some videos, I'll I'm planning on, you know, expanding my knowledge this year after deer season, um, outside of raccoons. Um, but if you have anything you want to ask us, you know, um, any topics you think we should cover, um, any tips or advice you have for us, hell, even any recipes that we ain't going to share, but I'll try it. I'll post some pictures. I'll throw you some cred. Um, get a hold of us. Our uh, Instagram handle, once again, is j 2 rural pursuit and that's on instagram just send us a direct message um we're, we're a michigan-based crew um you know we want to you know learn experience everywhere this is doesn't just have to be you know solely michigan-based um we plan on venturing out um we had <laughs> we had an episode don't know what happened to the content it kind of got screwed up but uh we're, we're planning uh there might have been too too many pops into that episode. there there's some wobble pops going into yeah, into these episodes um but we're planning on doing an out-of-state hunt. Justin used to live down in New Mexico, so we're thinking about going down there for, you know, either muleys, elk, maybe a pronghorn. 
you didn't know that though. I've had that little pronghorn itch. Um, so maybe we'll talk about that later. Maybe later in the season. That isn't going to be this year. Maybe in the dead of winter, we'll we'll discuss that some more. But if you guys have any tips, advice from elsewhere, or or anything you'd like to share with us, please drop us a message, um, and we'll get back to you. You know, we're we're, we're obviously ain't big, so <laughs> hey, everybody starts somewhere. All right. <laughs> Even your hero, Steve. Mm-hmm.